0: The memo is an interesting, if not important, piece of theater, as it was written by Václav Havel, who went on to become a player on the world stage in the role of reformer, serving as the last president of Czechoslovakia, then as the first president of the Czech Republic from 1993 to 2003. Written in 1965, it was originally translated into English as The Memorandum by British writer Vera Blackwell in 1967. The organic theater production is using the later translation from 2006, encouraged and approved by Havel, written by Canadian Paul Wilson, and retitled The Memo. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com and theater reviewer for chicagotheaterandarts.com. If you find this review interesting or helpful, be sure to like it, share it, and subscribe to our podcast. If my research is correct, we're currently the only podcast featuring Chicago Theater Reviews, which you can find at Spotify, Podomatic, iTunes, and Google Play. But you can always find the latest reviews and additional interesting podcasts and video about Chicago at our website portal, chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com. If you need video production for your business or organization, check out renoweb.net. Now stand by to hear the rest of our review of the memo playing now at the Greenhouse on Lincoln Avenue after about 20 seconds of our theme song, Foster Avenue Beach, by Scatterplot. The memo is an absurdist black comedy that might be described as Monty Python meets office space in the Twilight Zone. The action takes place in an office setting full of bureaucratic nonsensical hubbub as workers in an unnamed agency work to institute the newly devised incomprehensible scientific language of poditopy, which promises to improve the efficiency of communication through enhanced precision of meaning. Poditope is, in fact, a metaphor for political philosophies and the institutions and individuals who support various schools of thought. Presented as a gender-neutral production in two acts, we follow the journey of director Gross, played by Tricia Rogers, trying to navigate layers of bureaucracy to have a memo that has been written in Poditope translated. Gross is stifled in the quest at every turn, by scientist Kunk, played by Kate Black Spence, who is charged with instituting the policy. Then the translator Massat, played by Shinora Wimpey, is not allowed to take action without first obtaining a permit from the chairperson to Laura, played by Laura Sturm, who cannot issue a permit until the memo is translated. The entire vicious circle has been devised by the self-serving deputy director Ballas, played with devious delight by Joel Moses, aided by his ominous silent companion Subhash Thakrar, as Kubz. In the process, the moral character of each individual is revealed as they work to advance themselves or their agenda, while protecting their turf and keeping their jobs by trying to please the all-powerful unseen upper management leaders who provide little guidance in an environment where facts are disregarded. The lack of communication and atmosphere of fear leads to deception, mistrust, and chaos, even as Director Gross tries valiantly to interject a more humanist approach. This is, of course, prophetic, as the situation reflects the very similar situation in which the playwright Havel finds himself some 30 years after penning this composition. Memo director Brian Wakefield skillfully manages all aspects of this production, no doubt with a sympathetic and humanist approach, aided, I assume, collaboratively by assistant director Nyssa Lowenstein. The Python-esque scene changes by choreographer Erica Bittner, suggesting a zombie-like industrial precision against the suitably drab, monochromatic gray set design by Terrence McLellan, and enhanced by the thoughtful lighting of David Goodman Edberg, was a perfect backdrop for the flamboyantly, absurdly patterned costumes of Jeremy W. Floyd. McLellan also perfectly and logically incorporated the challenge presented by the supporting poles center stage in the Greenhouse's Upstairs Theater. Also, the entrance of Colin Jackson as the monitor was a delightful surprise, as was the location of the coffee pot and supplies. The outstanding cast assembled by Nick Whitcomb does a superb job of managing the difficult dialogue and absurd situations, with an air of normalcy necessary to pull off this complex ruse. Perhaps there was none better than Nick Bryant as the evangelical language instructor J.V. Brown, who with bombastic eloquence and the assistance of his totally absorbed, number one acolyte Callus, played by Stephanie Sullivan, managed to have us actually believe that we're understanding the guiding principles of poditope. The director's assistant, Mary Mikva, and translation assistant, Chris Downing, both contribute significantly, representing the proletariat position by generally keeping their heads down and seeing to the mundane tasks directed by their superiors. Memo was written to shine a light on the dystopian dysfunction of Soviet-style communism, the reality of which was generally seen as reflected in Western business environments of the post-war era, and sadly resonates in the U.S. and the current political climate throughout the world today. Absurdist theater may not be to everyone's taste, but you might enjoy this as an historical experience or a cautionary tale. The memo by Organic Theater Company is at the Greenhouse Theater upstairs, 2257 North Lincoln Avenue, Chicago, through June 16, 2019. For information, visit greenhousetheater.org or call 773-404-7336. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer for chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com and theater reviewer for chicagotheaterandarts.com. Look for my reviews of The Adventures of Augie March, playing at the Court Theater in Hyde Park, the undeniable sound of right now at the raven in edgewater and 6 the rocking pop concert musical at shakespeare theater on navy pier all playing in the month of june be sure to subscribe to our podcast now if you need video production for your business or organization check out renoweb.net and thanks to scatterplot for the use of foster avenue beach as our theme song That's okay. We're going home.